Okay, perfect. We got there eventually. Technology's fucking hard, man. I don't know. <laughs> Cassandra Cosplays and I'm here interviewing some amazing strong awesome women for Cosplay Alliance magazine and today I have with me Brooke or better known as her online handle Taddy Khaleesi. Brooke do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure hello I'm so happy to be talking with you today it's it's so great to like meet you virtually. Um, I have been cosplaying since July 2019 so we're going on two years um and i have been like mostly focused on armor builds and i started obviously with Daenerys, and then i knew quickly that i was going to end up in dc comics related projects because i've loved dc for a really long time and it kind of just spiraled from there i never expected it to be as as a as large of a part of my life as it is but it's really become like at the forefront it's been really really awesome there's also been some stuff that's come up throughout that with, you know, putting yourself out there online and all sorts of stuff like that. But overall, it's been an incredibly positive experience. And I'm so lucky to have met so many amazing people like you. So, <laughs> you know, there's more, there's more pros than cons for sure. <laughs> yeah, which is super awesome because we definitely want to focus on a lot of the pros. So yeah. before we get into some of the cons, because again, this is definitely about um, us as women and some of the struggles that we face on the internet that could be kind of unique that we face again as women. So starting with the positive, what are some of the positive things that have come to you from putting yourself out there on social media platforms like Instagram and TikTok? So I would say first and foremost, like the people I've met. So you included, obviously, I've really gotten to know some really wonderful, like really women who are just so secure in who they are and so like proud of who they are. And I feel like growing up, I really didn't see a lot of that, you know, where society teaches us the moment you're like, oh yeah, I know I'm hot. People are like, well, you shouldn't think that. And you're like, but you just told me. And they're like, well, yeah, but I can be the only one to tell you. And you're like, okay. So seeing so many women who were not only proud of like their appearance, they were like damn proud of their skills and their talent. I mean, you look at the content that people produce, the things people make, the thing, the dresses they sew, the armor they build, you should, we should all be proud. The body paint, I mean, that's something that for me, seeing, seeing that is like one of the truest art forms for me. So seeing women really be proud of not only like who they are overall, but their actual skills was really cool to me. I also see a lot more women in the cosplay community. And again, this is what I've seen being more open about, I don't even want to call them flaws, but quote unquote flaws mm -hmm. and being more secure with sharing those and being open about them um, than, you know, the general social media. So I really appreciated that. I mean, Spree Noel comes to mind. I love her so much. Um, and she's been really like promoting, she just like, posting photos without a filter, you know, on her story and being like, hey, look, we all have skin texture. We all have pores, you know, that's normal. Which is um, something so that's super scary because the way yeah. that filters and social media oh has made us kind of feel that we need to perfect all of our insecurities. So exactly. it's kind of that you bring that up. It's crazy. And the Instagram filters, like, 
I saw a trend going around from a body positive account who's not a cosplayer, but she was doing this challenge where she put the filter on and she covered half her face. So it took the filter away and the difference was just like massive. So seeing women embrace the things that maybe we're trained to think of as, as flaws, but truly aren't, um, is something I see more in the cosplay community. And then I also just really like, for me, I've felt like diving back into creativity and sharing that and connecting with other people has really helped me reconnect with myself. I think every time we create, you know, energy can't be created or destroyed. We put so much time, energy, sweat, blood, tears into our projects. Literally. There's a part of us and literally, there's a part of us in everything we put out there and everything we create. And so of course it's really special, but to meet other women who are not only like, excited about what you're doing but like in your corner cheering you on has been one of the like biggest blessings of it all you know and I think for me I also feel really empowered when I finish a project and I'm like I did that like you know I did that and seeing other women do the same thing is just it's really really cool and I feel like I've also met a lot of women who are really stoked when they find out you're doing a character that they're doing instead of being like upset about it like um gracie the cosplay last like she and i i was i decided i want to do hot girl and i know you're doing hot girl too and yes. so um i was like can we have a big hawk girl shoot with like all of us when it's done like and she you know was like this is how I made my wings she sent me a couple links you know like the support system that can be found within this community is really 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 like wonderful and just a really big positive so would you say that you found the communities now since you joined it since 2019 is relatively new which is amazing that you yeah. have done so much in that short amount of time because <laughs> You're up to 18.4 thousand followers yeah. right, on Instagram. I don't know what happened, man. It was like, <laughs> I turned around one day and I was like, oh my, what, what is happening? <laughs> well, you deserve it because your stuff is awesome. But have you discovered that the uh, community since you have joined it has been more of an accepting positive space for you, especially as a woman, you mentioned finding a lot of other women that are really supportive of you and have you found it to be more supportive than not? Yeah, I would say overall, I think it's definitely more supportive than not, but I also think that there is, it's definitely more supportive than not, but there's toxicity everywhere, right? I mean, that's just part of like being a person and having, you know, having interest in being involved. Um, there's always going to be negativity somewhere, but I would say overall, I mean, it's been an immensely positive experience for me. And again, I can only speak from like being somebody who's white and cis and straight passing. And, you know, I have a lot of those like privileges that make it a little easier for me to navigate any sort of space. Mm -hmm. um, so I can only speak to it from like that perspective, but I would say for me, it's definitely been more positive than negative. Awesome. I know a lot of women are kind of, they're nervous to put themselves out there. So I think that's honestly going to be something that really is going to be encouraging for a lot of women who are a little nervous to get into cosplay or at least to put their work on social media. So that's really, really good to hear yeah. you say that. It can be really scary. And I mean, I think the important thing to remember, you know, anybody who's ever asked me for advice on something, if, if I don't know, I'm gonna tell you I don't know, but I'm always more than happy to like answer questions or I don't want anybody to feel like they're not good enough to share what they're creating because there's really no bad art, you know, and we should all be trying to encourage each other to share those 
those things that we put so much love into as a community. Yeah. Yeah. So I know some of the things that you really wanted to discuss and talk about with your personal experiences in the cosplay community as a woman that are maybe not so much on the positive mm -hmm. side, but a little more on the uh, troublesome side are sexualization when it comes to yourself, your characters. So if you're comfortable with it, would you mind telling me a little bit about your personal experiences with that sort of behavior? Yeah, so I mean, I've been pretty lucky that, you know, I was about to say it hasn't happened very often. That's not true. I think I was just about to downplay it, which we shouldn't ever do. If something makes you uncomfortable, you should not downplay that. Um, and I just realized I was about to do that, which is so interesting. Um, I would say the most prominent experience that comes to my mind is it happened on Twitter, actually, although I have gotten some weird DMs on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, but on Twitter, I posted a picture, and I get it. I do some sexier cosplays, and, you know, I understand if there's some, you know, you look sexy comments or, you know, stuff like that. But explicit, vulgar <laughs> comments that are very specific in terms of, like, actions that would be taken, that's a little weird. Yeah. That's like a line for me, right? So on Twitter, I posted a picture of my Artemis Wonder Woman cosplay. So a little sexy, but not intended to be sexy either. Yeah. And yeah. from my pose, you could like see literally like maybe a third of my butt cheek. And I had, <laughs> I had shorts on everything. It was just the way I was twisted, you know. Yeah. And hi. <laughs> This was, it was just such a weird experience from start to finish. Mm -hmm. He took, he like must have saved the photo and then screenshotted it and zoom cropped it. So it was just that part of my butt. And then, which like, all right, I guess it's on the internet. I guess I can't stop you from doing that. But then he tweeted it back to me. And I was like, what do you want from this situation? Like, what are you hoping I'm going to say? And I was really confused. So I just replied and was like, hey, that's kind of weird you did that. That makes me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So not that there is ever an okay time for somebody to disrespect you. However, setting boundaries is really important, right? And that's what I was trying to do here. I was trying to be like, okay, this dude has never interacted with me before. Let me make it clear that this is not something I'm comfortable with. Even yeah. though that should be common knowledge, let's put it out there. Mm -hmm. And he then responded with all sorts of, well, you posted this, you were asking for it. Um, uh, yield asking for it. Okay. Yep. And then proceeded to say some very vile and vulgar things that made me very uncomfortable. And luckily, um, a couple people <laughs> who are amazing, Jordan J cosplay and local soupy stepped in and I was like, I'm done. I'm blocking him. And they were both like, no. <laughs> so they, um, we all reported his tweets and they got taken down and that's fine. But those kinds of things where if somebody straight up says they're uncomfortable, and you don't respect that, that's a problem, right? And so that's definitely something I've experienced. Most people whom I've corrected about those things have then apologized. I had something similar happen on, on that same photo. And I don't even understand. It wasn't even a sexier photo, but somebody commented asking if I was wearing underwear. Mm -hmm. And I replied and I was like, um, why do you think that's an appropriate question to ask somebody? And they quickly like backpedaled and apologized. And so some people, you know, once you set that boundary, they do respect it. Um, but if they don't, 
they don't deserve any of your space. Like your virtual space is still your space. It's your space to share, it's your space to create, and that needs to be kept safe. Unfortunately, sometimes that means you have to block people, you know, yeah. which so sucks. You, it shouldn't have to be that way, but. You find that you have more of a, I guess a, a positive apologetic response when you call people out. Cause I know you specifically, when you address these sort of things, you're very polite. You're very professional, not argumentative about it. And do you find that when you approach it that way, do you find more people, it's like, for example, the difference between those two stories that you just told, one yeah. was pretty apologetic, they backpedaled, the other was really argumentative. Do you find that one or the other happens more depending on your response, the way that you handle it? I think I've, I've seen, and this is, this is coming from seeing so many other women have to deal with this, mm -hmm. that which is so sad that I've been able to learn what the most effective strategy is without having to do it that many times. Cause I've seen so many other women have to do it. Um, and so I've seen on other women's pages, if they respond argumentatively or, you know, in a way that's almost, it, it almost entices them to keep going, right? If they get a really strong reaction out of you sometimes. And so I've seen that sometimes it gets worse or they they will keep you know pushing and pressing if you're more argumentative i try to not be too nice because i also don't want to excuse the behavior but i do try to keep it more like hey this isn't okay and this is why and if you do it again i'm blocking you <laughs> you know kind of more matter of fact i do find at least in the times i've called that out in that way that more often than not people are pretty you know they're like oh yeah okay that wasn't okay let me think about that and like you know maybe change change my actions moving forward um but i think there are going to be some people who sadly like that guy on twitter um who just want to kind of push your buttons and make you uncomfortable and it sucks that those kind of people are out there but i do think you have a better chance of kind of not having them bother you again if you try to you know, be firm, be firm, and you shouldn't, you shouldn't downplay how you're feeling or be overtly nice to them. They, you, their comfort is not your problem. They disrespected you. But I think if you can come at it from like a, like a, a calmer tone where they don't know if they've really gotten a rise out of you, sometimes that can help. And again, it sucks that we even have to think about any of that. Like you should just be able to tell somebody, hey, you completely you know, violated my space in this way, that's not okay. And we shouldn't have to worry about our tone. Um, but unfortunately, that's part of it. And it shouldn't be. Now, do you have, uh, what's your opinion on, because I know a lot of times there is definitely a lot of opinions and kind of, I wouldn't say controversy, but between sexualization and centralization of characters, because there's a lot of people saying, you know, sexy cosplay, quote unquote, isn't cosplay. Right. And then others who, this is what I do to empower myself. I feel empowered when I do it this way. So what are your opinions on that? And after you're done with that, what advice do you have for women who are kind of on, uh, on the edge of it that want to do it, but they're still feeling a little bit shamed by doing it? So I personally, I love sexy cosplay. It is some of my favorite content to consume. I am a patron of a few people who do it. And I just, I think people say it's not creative. I'm sorry. You're going to take a whole character and make me know who they are just by lingerie. 
that <laughs> takes skill. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't understand how people are arguing that. I mean, I love it. And I, it would definitely be something that I would maybe do for myself. It, from my personal life experiences, it's not something I'd be comfortable sharing publicly, but it's definitely something I would do for myself. Now, for anybody who wants to do it publicly, hell yeah, you definitely should. I mean, whatever empowers you, empowers you. I don't think we need to be here to judge each other on what we deem empowering. Um, I think we should be supporting each other just because I might not take a photo in a sexy cosplay and post it doesn't mean I'm not going to be in the stands cheering for anybody who wants to. You know, I'm going to be there hyping you up and leaving like comments in all caps with all the exclamation points because we need to be lifting each other up. And just because it might not be my thing doesn't mean it's not yours. Um, and I just think it's really important that we understand that women dressing in a sexy way or post posing in a sexy way or, you know, doing sexy cosplays, that's not an invitation. And that's not, that's not, um, that doesn't give anybody permission to violate them in any way. And so I think the more we can normalize and appreciate sexy cosplay for being a really creative thing and being an art form and being empowering for some, the more we can kind of protect that space. Because if we're saying sexy cosplay is inherently not cosplay and it's attention seeking or whatever, whatever it is people are saying, we're kind of making that space less safe, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. At least in my, through my eyes on that. And if, if you're somebody who wants to do it, I say do it. I mean, there's so many wonderful cosplayers out there who do sexy cosplay. And I always look forward to their content and seeing like what they do next and how they turn something into a little bit of a sexier look. And so maybe, you know, start with a character you really love that you have an idea for. Don't put pressure on yourself to, you know, do an entire series right off the bat of sexy cosplays. Just, you know, pick something that is really, um, that is really like exciting you and start with that. Good. I love that. That was awesome. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, now going from that, uh, from putting yourself out there in sort of a more sexual way that does lead to the topic also of body commentary and body shaming when it comes to cosplay, whether it's oh, yeah. um, people making unwanted comments on someone's appearance or people shaming those who feel confident in how they look. Yes. So I know that's something that you feel very passionate about. So tell me a little bit of some of your experiences that you've had with that, that you feel comfortable sharing. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'll be really open here. I have been recovered from an eating disorder for four years, four years. I don't know what year is it? Who knows anymore with COVID? And I also struggle with body dysmorphia, which I know a lot of people in the cosplay community do. Um, and so I think that one, social media can be such a wonderful thing and such a difficult thing because we're, we're, we all pose for our photos. We all do some editing, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I think social media as a whole, we've gotten used to seeing all filtered photos. We're not used to seeing skin texture. We're not used to seeing cellulite. We're not used to seeing little like skin rolls when people twist. Um, and I'm, I'll be totally real. There was a point in my life, you know, four or five years ago where if I had a little skin fold in a photo and that was before I was cosplaying, I would edit that out immediately. And I don't do that anymore because we need to normalize that. 
we need to normalize normal bodies. I mean, we're all out here dressing up as our favorite characters and we should be able to do that as ourselves. None of us are ever gonna look like how a comic character is drawn. It's just not possible. They're not drawn realistically. Um, but I think for me, calling that stuff out when I do see it is what's important. Now, of course, if you're not in the right headspace to call something out or you're struggling with something, that's okay too. And I don't wanna you know, put that out there that if you're not calling it out every time, you're part of the problem. That's not what I'm saying. I did get a comment the other day on one of my sexier cosplays, which is my warrior Daenerys cosplay. Um, and in that photo, I was posing like from the back so you could see my leg. And yeah, I have cellulite because I'm a 27 year old woman. And that's just the thing. And so, and it's not even something that really I clocked. Like I didn't even really, I, it didn't even register to me just because I'm so used to it being there. And it's, you know, it's just part of who, I, part of me. Um, and somebody commented and was like, your cellulite is ugly. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right then. And so, but I realized that just because that didn't affect me, doesn't mean that other women weren't going to see that comment and maybe feel badly about themselves. So my first gut instinct was to just delete it. And then I thought, you know, maybe I have an opportunity here, you know, cause then I thought, what if this person who's commenting feels bad about themselves and they're projecting it onto me? Maybe I have an opportunity here to do something positive. And so I commented back saying, you know, I'm really sorry you've been conditioned to believe that normal human bodies aren't beautiful. But as somebody who has been in a place where you know, I was really hurting myself trying to be the smallest I could possibly be like, I'm not going to be ashamed of that anymore. And unfortunately, they did keep commenting negatively. And so I just, I blocked them. But I did have a few girls reach out to me and just say like, thank you for calling that out, because that is something I'm self-conscious about. And I just think it's important that we, we take care of each other in that way. And, you know, maybe, maybe that person still does maybe they were projecting and maybe my comment really didn't hit them this time, but maybe they'll think about it sometime in the future. And I hope if that's the case that they'll come to accept themselves too. I just think, I just think we generally as women or anybody who, you know, um, presents as feminine, ha there's just different standards that are put on us by society and it's drilled into us from when we're little kids. And I think the more we can do to create a space that's supportive, especially in a space where we're really like free, like cosplay has been so freeing for me and empowering for me in so many ways. We don't have room for that. Like, let's keep it as positive as possible and, you know, try to uplift each other. And sometimes that means, you know, calling that out if you have the capacity to do so. Um, but I just think, I just think it's really important in a space that is supposed to be so fun yeah. to make sure that we're taking care of, you know, the negativity when it does come up. <laughs> so on that, <laughs> what are, what are some things do you think that we can do as women to help each other out when it comes to that sort of thing, whether it be, um, calling it out, whether it be speaking publicly on our pages, what sort of things do you think that we can do together that can make the community safer and let people know that that's not an okay thing to do? Even you're hiding behind your keyboard, you're projecting onto somebody else. I mean, I think firstly, things like this, having conversations about it that are open, um, you know, 
something that I've stopped doing because it was affecting my own, you know, kind of thoughts about how I looked. I have reduced the amount I use those fun filters because they're really fun. Um, and I'm not saying everybody has to do this. This is just what has worked for me is sometimes being like, okay, wait, let's not use a filter this time because I'm starting to expect that that's what my face should look like, you know? Um, so I think finding what, what's going to make, I think it's very personal. So I think it has to start from each and every one of us. So for some people using filters might not be a problem for them at all. Like it may not affect them. So that's great. What does affect them? Like what is going to make you feel better? And I think if we can all start kind of focusing on that and doing what, what we need internally, it makes it a lot easier to support everybody else. But I think having these public conversations about it is really important. And, you know, I never want to say always call things out if you see it, because sometimes it's not the right case. But say if like somebody commented something mean on one of your pictures, I would be there in the comments, you know, <laughs> like I'd be like, you know what? Uh, don't talk to my friend like that. Okay, thank you. Um, so I mean, if you know that the person who who's maybe receiving the comment is comfortable with you saying something and you feel up to it, you know, maybe step in for them too to show to show them that they're not alone, right? Um, and I think the more that we see that camaraderie, the more people are going to realize, oh, it's really not okay. This is not an isolated thing. Multiple women are stepping up and saying, hey, you know, that's actually not something that we're going to tolerate. Right. So. So, yeah, honestly, I think it's great um, for people out there to know that there are people, cosplayers like you and so many other thousands and thousands of women who are ready to be there for each other as a support system yeah. and create a community that is slowly step by step working to become a safer, more positive place. And yeah. having people like you in it who are vocal about these kind of things, I think is super important, regardless of if people are too scared to speak up on their own, if they have more people like you that are out yeah. there who are willing to kind of put themselves up on the forefront, the front lines, and be a voice, I think that will genuinely empower more women to yeah. come out and be more confident. And then that confidence breeds more confidence. And then before yeah. you, people feel safer. And it's a cycle, right? I mean, the more you see, I mean, I know for me, the first time calling it out was like really scary because you just, you don't, you, you don't know how people are going to react and standing up can be really frightening, but seeing other women do it, I was like, oh no, I deserve to keep my space safe. So I think also, you know, seeing each other do it and being a source of, you know, say there's something that really upsets, you know, me and I need to talk about it with somebody like I know there's a few girls in the community I can go to and say hey this like this comment happened that really hurt my feelings so also having a space to kind of process the negative emotions that come along with it action is great but sometimes we also need to just talk through what happened right and so I think the more we can just be a little community for each other and um make it you know make it easier to talk about and easier to stand up the better off we'll be awesome now thank you so much Brooke, for all of this amazing <laughs> this has been truly truly awesome um before we wrap this up uh first of all do you have any other last kind of parting things you want to say to the community to women out there at all i just think that if you are kind of on the edge of wanting to jump into cosplay but you're scared just do it just do it because i waited so long i like like we were talking about i started in 2019 
but it's something I've thought about since high school. And I'm 27. So it's like a long time. And I was just really scared. Like I was scared of, you know, not being good enough, of failing, which <laughs> secret time, everybody's going to mess up. <laughs> you're trying to learn 10,000 new skills. You're going to make mistakes, but that's okay. You know, I just, I held back for so long. Don't hold back, you know embrace that part of you that wants to dress up as crazy characters because I promise you you're gonna have so much fun doing it um and there's so many wonderful people in the community to ask questions to to help you along the way like you're not you're not doing this alone either <laughs> well thank you so much Brooke for your time now before we go can you tell everybody where to find you what social media platforms what your handles are so they can all go see your awesome work <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm Tata Khaleesi, one word, on Instagram and uh, Vero. And then on Twitter, I'm Tatted underscore Khaleesi. And then I have my website, www.tattedkhaleesicosplay, all one word, dot com. Um, so if you want to see like portfolios of my work or digital art and stuff, you can find me on there. And then I have a digital art Instagram, which is art by Tatted Khaleesi, which is all one word. So if you search Tata Khaleesi, I will probably come up. <laughs> Well, awesome. Thank you so much for speaking with me, Brooke. This has been super great, and I can't wait to see what more amazing creations that you create. <laughs> Thank you. I'll see you later.